0: Hey there, who wants to be more blessed? I do. This is the Something to Bless podcast. And on this show, we are gonna talk all things faith, mindset, and behaviors. If I'm speaking your language, stick around. If we wanna be more blessed, we gotta give God something to work with. And I'm gonna help you to do just that. Let's get into it. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Bienvenidos, mi gente. Okay, we're watching El Rey. have to say that slowly. Right now on Netflix, and I am saying bad words in Spanish all of a sudden because I'm hearing them on this show, and we're really into it. We're more than halfway, and I'm kind of sad that it'll be over soon. We did the same thing over COVID, watching Jenny Rivera's story, uh, Mariposa del Barrio, and every night... We watched two to three episodes for months and months and months. And now we're doing the same thing with Vicenta Fernandez's story. And I just love it. So, but it's rubbing off on me. So, how are you guys? I hope everybody's doing amazing. It is Barbara Gian at barbragian.com. And today we're talking about hearing from God. So, we're going to jump into that after we thank our sponsor. This show is brought to you by the Today I Am Grateful Gratitude Journal. This is your way to a deeper sense of gratitude forever. It's 90 days and it has pages uh, for you to practice your gratitude muscle, has affirmations and a place for you to write out what you're grateful for right now, what you're grateful for that's coming. And it has journal prompts and quotes throughout to keep you inspired and motivated. And it's an updated version. I don't know if I mentioned that last time. It's all newly updated. So grab yours. The link for that is in the show notes. You can also find it on Amazon. The holidays are upon us. So it's a great gift to give, especially if you have a team or a group that you lead. Very affordable. And I use mine every day. I'm on my second journal and I will continue to use it and grow in my gratitude. And I want you to do the same. All right, let's jump in. So hearing from God, talking to God, communicating with God, we are always in a state of seeking and searching, all of us. We look for advice and encouragement in so many different places. I know for me, it's through podcasts, in my books, through conversations, at church, in coaching groups, whatever, you name it. There's always somewhere or some way that I and all of us are seeking information, advice, encouragement and all those good things. And what I know that is that the ultimate source and even in all of these different places is God. And when I seek him regularly and consistently in all of these ways, I hear from him so much more clearly than I ever did before. And the thing about communicating with God is that it's through the Spirit. It's, it's His Spirit to our spirit. We're not hearing audible words. We're not hearing His voice like we read about in the Old Testament. It comes in the form of thoughts or nudges. You all know what I'm talking about. And a lot of times they'll seem random. And more often than not, There's something going on that confirms it's a divine prompting. How many times have you gone to church or heard a message somehow, somewhere, and you're like, oh my gosh, that is speaking exactly to what I'm going through right now. Or that's the message I desperately needed to hear. Like this is speaking to me. This was made for me, right? That's happened to me so many times. And I can think clearly back to when I was going through different hardships at different times, and I was consistently going to church, and that's always the place where I always felt like the message was made just for me. It was speaking so loud and clearly to what I was going through at that time. And right now, my husband goes to AA meetings, and he shares a lot of times how, same thing, he'll hear something and it really spoke to him, or... He will be nudged to share, even though he doesn't want to. He's just showing up and trying to be, you know, like everybody else sitting and and listening to whoever else is sharing, but he will get those promptings to share and it never fails. Every single time he does, someone or multiple people will come up and share how much his sharing touched them and spoke to them. And so these are all the different ways where we get those nudges and those confirmations that it is God speaking to us all the time in all these different places, right? Through different people. I remember when I was thinking about leaving teaching, I spent the whole year almost praying about it and desperately waiting to hear something really undeniable from God about it. And I was sharing this in a conversation with a friend and she asked me, Where's your faith? Like, do you really think God is going to audibly speak to you that you have his permission? And it just opened my eyes in a whole new way. And I was like, you're right. Like, God does not want me to continue on feeling the way that I do by staying put. Like, that is his way of telling me to it's time to move on. And so I did make the choice. But that was a big eye-opener for me. And so God spoke to me through this person. He speaks to us in so many different ways. He speaks to us through technology. You might, I mean, we're just bombarded, right, with our social media engagement. And so you might see a post or maybe even a video where, where something or someone really impacts you and helps you to see something in a different way. And that changes everything. When we have a change in perspective, that's always so powerful, right? God speaks to us through nature. I live near the beach. I'm near the beach all the time. Just taking walks usually is how I'm close to the beach. But it's always so amazing to me how much I'm impacted by the Spirit of God when I am in nature. It happens all the time he speaks to us through our conscience. So when we have thoughts, and then we have doubts, or we're second guessing ourselves, that's our conscience, right? And I'm going to share something with you that just happened last week. So I have a credit card that I am working on paying off. I want to be debt free. So this has been a priority for me and I'm really good about checking my balance all the time. It's just a habit, it's just something I do. I always check my account so nothing ever gets by me. Well, I go on to check my balance and I notice that that card is gone. It's not on my account. So immediately my heart drops like, where is this, right? My eyes are searching, I'm like, where is it? What happened? How is this possible? And I instantly start having all these different thoughts. My one of the first thoughts was like, oh, "God, are you wiping this from my account? Is this this is your gift to me? This is one of your blessings. I've been praying for overflow and abundance, and and things have been happening. Is this is this a sign?" But almost immediately, my conscious kicks in. Like, no, I have. I, I I I wouldn't be able to not call my bank and tell them like telling myself like this account should be here but it's not I would have to fess up but so anyway I had that back and forth going on but I had to laugh at myself because I knew that you know there's that that devil angel thing we have going on a lot of times and yeah I I had those thoughts of like oh okay I'm just I'm going to be debt free yes and then no you can't you got to be honest you got to call and let them know and you have to pay that debt no matter what well a couple days later it showed up and uh it actually was the next day it was the very next day didn't even have a chance to be sneaky it was a a new card because the old one had expired so anyway just wanted to share that with you that through our conscious God always speaks to us and then you guys ready there's the word there's the bible And that is the source. That is where every answer to every problem, every solution to every problem sits and waits for us. And that is the main way that God speaks to us. So I want to share three ways that we can hear from God. We have to position ourselves. We have to get ready and set ourselves up to hear from him. So I'm going to share that with you now. So the first thing that we have to do is check our willingness and practice of receiving. God is always sending us messages. But the question is, are we receiving it? The more that you know God, the more you're going to recognize his voice. Um, I think I shared on an earlier, one of the earliest episodes on faith, the more that we know somebody the better we're able to recognize them, right? Their voice, their mannerisms, just them, the essence of who a person is. And we can even differentiate somebody's voice, somebody who we know well, through a text message, for example. There was a show that we watched recently and it was terrible. It was about a mom who actually killed or was involved in the murder of her two children. And she had a third child, an old, her oldest child, who had been concerned and texting back and forth with his younger sister and wasn't able to ever make face uh, contact with her through FaceTime or Skype or any of those things. And initially, the conversations through text were really short and brief. So there was no way for him to, um, well, there was no reason for him to be really alarmed. But as time went on and, they, and the text messaging got a little more detailed, he knew he was not speaking to his sister because she. Did, he knew how she talked. He knew her voice and he knew that whoever he was texting with was not his sister. So when you know somebody really well, it could even be in basic things like writing that you, you know your source. It's the person you know or not, right? And so it's the same thing with God. There is a verse, it's John 10, 27, 28, actually just 27. So John 10, 27 says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. And when we know his voice, it allows us to follow him and to to know clearly that whatever we're hearing is him or not. So through all of these thoughts and impressions that we get from all these other places that I mentioned earlier, through other people, conversations, technology, nature, all these, all these different places, when we truly know God's voice and we practice being willing and open to receiving his word, then we'll hear it a lot more clearly. So check your willingness and practice of receiving God's word. The more you know it, the more you'll recognize it. Number two, as my daughter Mia used to love saying, chill, chill, chill. Sometimes periods of silence are the most powerful. I love silence so much. I love being still. I love being alone with me, myself, and I, my thoughts. I love being alone with God in the morning. That's my favorite Part of my day is just waking up and spending quality time in the word, in prayer with God. I love it. It's the best. You should try it. But get into the word to know what's true and what's not. And you can't do, do that in all the, all the noise and all the chaos. The world is a very noisy place. And a lot of times it's all that out there going on is what gets our focus and attention. And it makes it really... Difficult, I would even say impossible to discern and hear what God is speaking to us. There was a reel I did a while back and it talked about needing eight to 10 hours in the morning before I'm ready for the day. It's so true. Like I really do enjoy that quiet time. It's just so powerful. Uh, Joshua 1.8 says, keep the book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you will do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful in everything you do. But you cannot properly meditate on the word as much as we are told to if we're always distracted and we're always caught up in the noise of the world. So we have to intentionally make quiet time to spend in his word, spend in his spirit, spend just meditating. And this is not just reading a Bible verse. It's actually reading into it and understanding it, giving it meaning. Um, And this really shifts our perspective of so many things. Maybe you need to put your phones away. I know I, I, the phones are just such a distraction. It drives me crazy. But I have been much better about just turning it off. What really bothers me is that I do have uh, Mia. She lives in a different state. So I always feel like I have to have my phone on and nearby because she's out there and alone. No family, friends to turn to. Well, she does have friends now. But anyway, I just feel like I need to have my phone on for her. But... Otherwise, in the evening, I do put it away at a certain time and just um, my husband has his on so I can at least take comfort knowing that if any of our kids call Gabby or Mia that, you know, he has his phone, but our phones are a big distraction. And I think it's important that we just spend time, spend more time away from them or put them on silence or do not disturb, whatever it is. And uh, Psalm 4610 says, be still and know that I am God. I know I mentioned how I always feel the presence of God on my walks. Do you ever notice how peaceful you are when you are on a walk or just out in nature doing nothing? His presence is just there. You can feel it if you pay attention. I'm sure many of you have. All right, so we are on number three, and that is seeking him. The more you do anything, the more you enjoy it and grow from it and even start to crave it. And that's actually how it's gotten with me walking and working out, surprisingly, because I have always worked out, but not so consistently as I do now. But it's because I have committed to these things, walking and working out four to six days a week with each of them. And now when I I'm not able to get a workout in or get a walk in. I feel it. And it's the same thing for my husband. There will be days where, you know, we're out of our routine. Uh, Maybe we have different things going on. And for whatever reason, he wasn't able to get a workout. He will make it happen like the very next day, even if it wasn't the day that he was supposed to go. It's just something that we feel. We feel it now. If we don't do it, we we crave it. We need to get it in. So getting into God's word is the same thing repetition and results are when you get into the true rhythm of growth. Jeremiah, I'm throwing a lot of scripture out today, guys. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So you got to go all in. And many of us, unfortunately, do not seek with all of our heart. We don't do all of these different practices until we really need something. Something painful comes up or you need something and you desperately try to get encouragement or comfort by turning to God. And this was me when I when I was 30. And my mom was sick. And I knew what it meant. And I knew it was not good. And I couldn't handle it. And I turned to God. And even then, you know, I never stopped going to church at that point when I started going at age 30, a long time ago. Uh, But I wasn't immediately devoted to God or spending time with him and you know growth takes time and consistency so I mean it wasn't even until the last few years I would say that I really felt just consumed in every way but yeah it took time getting there and and this is so common we wait until something bad happens where we really really desperately need to feel the presence and comfort and strength of God. And that's not how we're going to grow though. If we just wait for those times to come up before we turn to him and we'll never listen to his voice until we really know him. And the only way to know him, what do I always say is by knowing his word. So what I've come to learn for myself is that it is in God that we find good health, strong marriages, higher quality relationships, good jobs or even just being good in just about any job because my perspective has changed so much on that it's really it has a lot to do with your understanding of who you're serving who you're working for and uh, the good that you are offering to not just your boss your physical boss in that job or maybe coworkers, but you're you're keeping your perspective correct and um Financial prosperity, peace, love, purpose, all of these things. And when we know the source, everything, everything shifts. And when you can stay focused on God and and his gentle whisper, his presence, you will have the clarity that you crave and that you need and that you desire and you get to keep it forever. And that's everything. Okay, so to recap. The three things that you need to do to hear from God. One, check your own willingness to hear, to receive. Two, chill, be still. And the last one, actively seek him. Get into the word. Spend quiet, devoted time alone with God. Meditating, reading the word, prayer, worship whatever. Sometimes you can just literally sit in silence and he will speak to you. He will speak to you. I'm sure of it. All right. That is all that I have for you today. If you have not subscribed, subscribe and leave a review, share it with a friend, get it out there. All right, you guys, until next time, be a blessing and be blessed.